Mecca like a high, Mecca high, Who the hell are you? Who? Who? El Wapo. Are you? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. My name is Dan. And I'm Adam. And this is Who the Hell Are You on a Sunshiny Day. It's a sunshiny day, everyone. Hopefully, your day is full of sunshine. Just like us. Yeah, it is a beautiful day. Finally, finally, we're going to like have some cool days, I think. Yeah, you know, we don't really like to date exactly when we're recording the shows because, you know, you never know when we're going to be able to get these shows out. Yeah. But, you know, in the summer, we try to keep it uh, pretty steady. Yeah. And it is still summertime. It is, but it's 75 today. 75 and perfect. Yes. Ah, pardon me. Oh, that's <laughs> like, me. That happens when you're relaxed. When yeah, you I relaxed. relaxed. I'm very relaxed. Yeah, when you're relaxed, you, you know, you just let one out. Well, Adam, I'm going to start today's adventure off into the known and unknown. Oh, whoa. <laughs> How do you do that? We control <laughs> the vertical. We control the horizontal. The unknown, underappreciated world of music rolls on like a train without brakes. This kind of sounds like Turkey in the Straw. It's a good time. I bought this for the cover mostly because it's called Play, Gypsy. Play, comma, Gypsy. So she, it's like a demand. Play, play, Gypsy. gypsy. <laughs> Zoltan Nemeth and his orchestra play authentic Gypsy melodies. Zoltan. Hoi, hoi, hoi. Yeah, Zoltan. Was that, was that the uh, yeah. fortune teller in Big? Yes, it is. Zoltar. Zoltar, <laughs> it was close enough. I want to be Big. First, I thought that was somebody actually whistling, but I think that's a tin whistle. A tin whistle. You know, like, I wouldn't think, oh, this is gypsy music. You're right. You know? It's too happy. But it's... Those gypsies were it, miserable. But it says authentic gypsy <laughs> melodies. So... Yes, authentic. <laughs> I feel like I would have heard this in Tom and Jerry. <laughs> yeah, right, right <laughs> after he escaped and was yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love the back liner notes are all about Thomas Edison. It is hardly realized today that Edison devised the multi-channel system. In fact, it is his daring imagination that vaulted more than a half century beyond the two-channel present into what may be the three-channel future. One of Edison's early British patents describes a three-channel device using three gauge cylinders and three separate horns feeding into three recording and playback heads. Well, okay. But who did he steal that from? <laughs> I mean, technically, Les Paul is credited with creating the multi-track recorder, even though they're claiming Edison did it. <laughs> they can battle it out. <laughs> Ooh, the first customer of this triple-horned monster was the Shah of Persia. Unfortunately, few others were willing to pay the thousand pre-inflation dollars asked for it. 
Stereo has been... No, wait. Stereo has made music listening into a true art, forcing the listener to use his ears critically as never before and into becoming the active element in the listening phase. Ooh. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening in stereo right now, let us know what you hear. The listening phase. <laughs> the listening phase. Oh, now, now Tom is going after Jerry. Oh. Where's it? What is this? This is this is not gypsy traditionally, you know. Gypsies didn't have eighteen violins and four, you know, cellos. Yes. But that cover though. It's a great cover. <laughs> when I saw it, I was like, <laughs> "Hello." <laughs> you can see this cover and all other covers at Who the Hell Are You podcast yes, on, on Instagram. Instagram. Go to Instagram. Just go. Go right now. Yeah, just like right now, just quick. Unless it turns off what you're listening to, or you can go to Facebook if you really need to. If you, <laughs> if you really need, if you to. really need to, you can see the same thing on the Facebook. Yeah, this is like chase music. This should be it called is. play chase music. That's how I say it is when Tom's going after Jerry. Well, it's interesting because a lot of times I'll find these, you know, I'll I'll, I'll use an old term. Don't get mad. I'll find these ethnic records. That's what they used to call them. Well, you know, ethnicity. And, you know, it, it, will, it will have an air of authenticity, as it says on the cover. Authentic. Yeah. But then when you get into it, it just doesn't seem to be all that authentic. No, it's, it's almost like they're just, I don't know, they're just lying to you. I hate when they lie to me through song. I know. Why are you lying through song? <laughs> Well, Adam, have you it's inappropriate. Uh, have you <laughs> have you been out to any any thrifting or or record shopping since uh, you know the summer has has caught on? Have you have you gone out into the world? No. Have you explored? Nope. No. No. Oh, well, I thought about it though. Oh. <laughs> so no. Um. Did I? I feel like. Uh, there's a lot. That's a, a while. It, the only reason I'm saying is because now the things are open now. You know. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't been out yet. I haven't had a chance. I. I you know. I had a lot going on. It took me. I'm sorry. <laughs> it took. It took me a while, but but I, I I have. I was in Maryland this weekend, so I I got to go to some out of state uh, thrift stores, and I actually went to a real record store. And by real record store, I mean you know not just. Not just a bunch of used, dusty bins of humanity, but they actually had them, you know, wrapped and, you know, all that stuff. Actually, I should give them a shout-out because oh, yeah, they're yeah, a really yeah, yeah. good store. Shout-outs uh, are good. Let's see. They're called Reb Records, R-E-B, from Bel Air, Maryland. And I, and I bought um, eight, eight records there. Mm. And it was reasonable, you know, reasonable prices, uh, helpful staff. So, you know, Bel Air, Maryland will give you a, a shout-out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, thanks, everybody. We have the best audience, Adam. You do. You do. Well, Adam, let me ask you a question. Have you ever heard of Billy Falcon's no. Burning Rose? <laughs> we already know the answer. I Billy don't know. Falcon's Burning Rose? Billy? Oh, actually, yeah. Really? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, well, take a look at this cover. Billy and, Falcon's. And you'll see Billy Falcon and his Burning Rose. This. It's phenomenal. Yeah, this is the kind of music that was produced in the late 70s, early 80s. 
It's kind of like it's kind of like a Springsteen one of yeah. them. Yeah, He has his shirt not even open a couple buttons. Oh yeah, all the buttons. Actually, it's tied at the bottom. <laughs> he has it tied at the bottom. <laughs> his girlfriend put that shirt on. Shaking your hips, baby, your lips. Oh, yeah. This is totally Springsteen. Hey, wait a minute. Ralph Mouth from Happy Days on the corner. Donnie, uh, on the right, far right. This guy? Yeah. Ralph Mouth? Maybe Donnie something with the goatee. We actually interviewed him on our, uh, my other radio show. Did you? Yeah, yeah. He's a really nice guy. He's a singer. I don't know why I'm drawing a blank on it. It was a while ago. <laughs> Well, this band consists of Billy Falcon, Michael Visaggio, Ricky Zolo, Billy Milne, and Glenn Eichler. Do you know who the leader of that band is, though? What band? Uh, the one that we're listening to? Turn the cover. I already know, I know who the leader is. Oh, you mean like in this picture? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who do you, nope. Why not? I think he thinks he is, but the guy to the left of him, he's the one in charge. He's yeah. the one in charge because yeah. he's got his arms crossed. Yeah, just look at him. I don't know, man. He's he's doing the Paul McCartney thing with no shoes. <laughs> and he just looks like a lead singer. No, no, I just meant like in charge. Oh, oh. You, know, you mean like, like the man behind the Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this is. I'm trying to remember. Go ahead. You do your. You do, do your thing, Dan. Do it. <laughs> Read it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Friday night off of Billy Falcon's Burning Rose 19. Uh, doesn't have a year. 1977. There you go. He thanks Frankie and Cookie on the back And all of our friends in the quiet, sleepy village Of Psychodale <laughs> What? <laughs> I don't think Psychodale, New Jersey exists Ooh, a little tape delay Don't 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 <laughs> I knew it wasn't, but I just too good to live. Too good to laugh. Oh man, that's oh, really Springsteen. Oh yeah. I mean, who, for all we know, Bruce Springsteen was copying Billy Falcon. Who knows? Yeah. That's, you never know. You don't. Billy Falcon could be the originator of this New Jersey asphalt rock. I can't help it. Like, while we're talking and listening to this, I'm looking at one of the vinyls that you have over laying on the couch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's coming up. Did he really do that? When you're least expecting it. All right. <laughs> we can see this coming. It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. Well, thank goodness. It's gonna be alright. It's gonna be alright. Friday 
it's weird that I can also, in a, in a, in an audible way, I can tell that there's no heads on those those toms, the yeah. drums. Like they just they sound like those '70s. Only the the top head is on, and they would put the mic right under in the in the drum itself. Mm. Oh, 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 more. Finally, we get the, the title. I'm gonna give it a fade because the song continues on. I, I, I feel like the first first song has like the longest track. Uh, but <laughs> anyway, great. Billy Falcon. I mean, yeah. Just imagine how many bands there were in the mid to late seventies. I mean, you came off the, the 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 powerhouse of the sixties where everybody and their grandmother, you know, picked up a guitar and wanted to sound like the Beatles and you know, the seventies were just I mean, this record wouldn't probably get made I mean, this is on United Artists, which is in in the beginning was kind of a, a small label because it was literally artists, you know. It was it was more of a better better deal for being an artist. Yeah. Hence the name. Yeah. Artists united. Hmm. <laughs> you know Come I mean? together, artists. Yeah. And unite. Unite, artists. Don't be afraid. Well, Adam. Hmm. I tried to I tried to uh, segment these records so I could easily find them, because. How's that going? going pretty good awesome the segment that we only have a couple weeks left and you may love it you may hate it but it is oh the sounds of west virginia bluegrass oh we're back to the west virginia bluegrass today's entry into it is a man named and you know i'm I'm not quite sure. This man's name is Elzik. Elzik. And it's called, or maybe he's not called Elzik, but it's called Elzik's Farewell, featuring French Carpenter and Jean Jean Cottrell. Cottrell. So maybe Elzik is just sort of a fictional thing? I'm not quite sure. I'm not sure. Is he on stage on that picture? No, he's standing out in the yard with his fiddle. Oh, yeah? Another old time tune. I don't know how old it is. Oh. He doesn't even know. I love this. This guy's got to be like in his 80s. Oh, yeah. And he's putting out a record. Yeah, he's like, this is old. Older than the hills. You shouldn't be 80 putting out records, but like, just saying, you don't see it. Well, I'm lonesome here. Yes, I'm lonesome all the time. Aw, and he's alone. Well, he's lonesome on this cherry, cherry river line. Don't be lonesome. Trouble in paradise. 
Well, I told my little gal, yes, I told her all I Dead can. Fall Run. Let's go there, Dan. Dead Fall Run? So, uh, sounds kind of scary. He lives in the last house up Dead Fall Run in Clay County. They just basically said well, where he lives. <laughs> he lives in the last... Well, he lived. Yeah. Let's go to the last house. Okay. In, um, up Dead Fall Run okay. in Clay County. West Virginia. He lived there the majority of his life, having helped build the house when he was a young boy. Genus makes banjos and uh, has made and repaired them for about 40 years. He's working on the banjo neck. What's that? Hold on, I'm gonna go back a little bit. What is that? What is it? Hold on. Let's listen to that part again. Sometime you may forget me, though I'm never on your mind. But never shall I forget this Cherry River line. Yeah, he snorts. Oh, (laughs) he's like Cherry River line. <laughs> he must have a cold. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I have a cold when we've done these podcasts, but I try to edit that stuff out. <laughs> you, you know. But why? you know they were just recording with one mic, so there's no way to get rid of that snort. Totally. He was like, "Look, you want me to sing or not?" Well, I got my shoes of a railroad man, my dress of a driver in the mine. Wow, he also was he makes um, farm two handles, well, farm tool handles for other types of woodworking products in his primitive workshop. Would you call me? Would you call me? Located behind the house over his cellar. We gotta go to his house. Yeah, I wonder who lives there now and if they've kept any of this stuff going. Well, a train that I ride, she runs mighty slow. Lord, I hate to hear that lonesome, that lonesome whistle blow. (laughs) (laughs) Was that him? Did he do that? That was loud. Well, it's lonesome here, yes, it's lonesome everywhere. Well, I'm lonesome, That's because you're yes, all the way out in the middle I'm of nowhere. <laughs> Cherry River Line, a song learned by Jens from men who once timbered... Genus. Genus. Sorry. It tells you how to say it. Oh, does it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, hold on. That was played by my grandfather. Wait, hold on, oh, grandfather. Oh, oh, oh. A song learned by Genus from men who once timbered on the famous... Cherry River, located near Richmond, West Virginia. This is one of the few love songs he sings. Oh. Hmm. Well, the next, this next song is called Camp Chase, and he's introducing it, which is cool. He was in prison at Camp Chase, Ohio. That was back in the old war. They had five men in prison. Hmm. And the soldiers and the officers uh, knew that the five could play the fiddle. And they set aside a day to have a contest, and the best fiddler was to win his freedom. And my grandfather, Solly Carpenter, uh, played this piece along with him, and he added two little notes to the tune that they played that oh. won his freedom. He added oh, just two no notes, won his freedom. Through our generation of the fiddling carpenters, we've always kept this in our mind as one of the most important tunes of all of our fiddling is called Camp Chase. Wow. Important. We're learning some history here. They, hold on. Hold on. No, I'm sorry. I just want to make sure I'm understanding this. They freed whoever won 
this like fiddle contest? Like, is it or is it? Are we speaking metaphorically here? Did they really like? I don't know. Like, but he apparently added two special notes. But he got out of jail. I don't. I guess that's what he, he said. He said this was during the Civil War. Like this was the last. He said the last what? war. This was this was uh, party music, you know. The original the original yeah. party machine had not yet invaded the world, right? So you know the accordion. Let's talk about the accordion. <laughs> was not yet the the party machine. It was the, it was the fiddle. One fiddle could create all of this. And people would just dance and clap. That's right. I wonder what two notes he added. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Those two. Yeah, right there. <laughs> Oh, so this is David Frank Carpenter. This is the fiddler who was talking. So there's two guys. There's yeah. Genus Cottrell, who is playing the banjo, and David Frank Carpenter is playing the fiddle. So I guess David's on the front. Yeah, I guess so. But those are the two notes he added. Yeah. Yep. And they're like, all right, you can go free. You can go free, <laughs> sir. <laughs> I feel like there could be a whole movie on that, like just that one little description, you know? Oh, the guy agree. that got set free. You oh. will notice that there are two little notes. Oh, oh. he's going to tell us. That will be put in there. I'll put them in so so that you can hear it. Nice. Here's the yes. two notes that win my grandfather's freedom <gasps> when he played this tune. Wow. I bet it was. Played a lot more than two notes. I, I was just gonna say, but he said he was gonna slow down, so maybe that. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Well, I'm I'm going there. What is it? Dead. Uh, yeah, Dead Hill Run or something. I'm I'm gonna go check that out. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if we can ever put together a a a who the hell are you road trip, this will definitely be one of the destinations that we check out. That would be interesting, Adam. If we if we actually took this on the road, maybe you know down the road when <laughs> we can travel freely we can we can just we can uh, plan a trip to a geographical location that we we've learned from one of these records better yet 
I'm going to grab the mandolin, and you uh-huh. grab the guitar, and we're right. going to sit out front of that guy's house and play that song. Oh, yeah. We could we could just see if anybody recognizes could it. Could we do that? Yeah. I think we should. Could we go tomorrow? All right. Well, maybe not tomorrow. He ruins everything. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for a recurring segment. I spilled a little coffee on the floor, Dan. Oh. I'm sorry. It's gone. It's gone. <laughs> I think it was soaked up. Here. I'll get you. Here, here. Here, here you I'll, go. I'll say something. Here, here. Uh, here, here. Here, here. This, this, is, this is real. This, this is the exciting This is stuff, real guys. time. This is, this is cleaning up time. Ladies and gentlemen, there's a little uh, segment we like to call I Don't Speak the Language. And but this I week's do. entry comes from and produced by well it's produced by somebody that we kind of joke about uh, being <laughs> sounding like uh, things this is produced <laughs> this is produced by Paul Simon oh but it's a band called Urubamba and Urubamba is the name of a river which winds at the foot of Machu Picchu it has the last stronghold of it was the last stronghold of the Incas against European conquest. Hmm. Like a river, Urubamba flows with a natural ease and strength, which suggests an in- indomitable culture. It is among the most soothing and insp- inspiring sounds I know, a source of continual fascination, with its alternately stately and martial rhythms. It's sometimes festive, sometimes wistful, sometimes absolutely mournful. This is written by someone named Dave Marsh. So, let's see Ooh. who... Urubamba from Machu Picchu is. It might not even have any lyrics. But we're gonna we're gonna call it I don't speak the language. Oh yeah, it's like the pan pan flute. Oh yeah. Take that Zamfir. He's putting his heart in. Can I see the cover? Yeah. Oh, yeah. See a lot of these street performers that were Andean music that had like the, the kind of hats and the, the pan flutes around their neck and stuff. This is kind of what that is. I can't believe Paul Simon produced this. Ah, you so can, cool. You can believe it. Well, I can believe it, but I mean, like, I never really like heard. I don't think I've ever really heard anything other than his own music that he's like produced. You know. Uh-huh. Even Lady Smith's Black Mumbazu. Well, yeah, but did he pr- 
produce their records? I mean, I don't... Well, I guess not. And that last song sounded like a, a Paul Simon tune. Like, I feel like he took that and put it in another song of his, as he sang. <laughs> Stole it. He did. Yeah, I'm serious. I think he's, I think he took all these tunes and like, like made them. This is a special record. I apologize. I can Mike. listen to this. I'm sorry. Please don't turn it off. <laughs> I apologize that there are no vocals. And, yeah. and I never, you know, th- that's, the, that's the, the trap of doing a podcast of this nature where I don't want to listen to the music before yeah. we hear it on the air. And yep. But then I don't really know what we're going to hear. And I just, I mean, if you look at the cover and you read about it, you're like, oh, well, this is definitely not North American music. Not gonna be in English, but we we don't have any vocals to go with it. So I'll say it's I don't speak the language. Maybe uh, I wish I had something oh. else to follow it up. Oh, with. hold on. Okay, is there? A, I knew it. What? All right, hold on. Simon first met the band. Yes. Um, then known as uh, Los Incas. Yes. When they were co-billed at the Theater del S. I don't know what those words are. You'd have to read this. In Paris 65. Anyway, they gave him one of their albums, and it so intrigued him that he wrote the lyrics to one of uh, their melodies, which became Simon and Garfunkel, uh, uh, the El Condor Pasta song. Okay, so that's what it reminded me of. Yeah, so he, he did... He took it. He did. But they gave it to him. Yeah, yeah. They probably were like, sure. Yeah, well, like, this was released. This must be an older recording. That this must be a re-release because this is a pretty modern yeah. cover. This was probably released in the early '80s, but I don't know. I mean, I wish that's I had, cool. I'm really, I'm really glad you found that. I'm kind of jealous you have that. I'm gonna somehow. Well, my birthday is coming up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, what do you want for your birthday, Adam? Uh, I want that record. <laughs> Urabamba. Urabamba. Yeah. All right. Well, there's, you know, there's, there's been a list of things that over the. Over the season that you've been like, yeah, I want that. So I'll just go back and I'll find all the places that you said, yeah, I, I want, want that. that. And, and I'll that, just digitize it. Now, then, oh, it's a gift now. So, Ooh, yeah. I like it. I wish I had something. I really do wish I had something to follow that up with. Because if, if I had known, I would have been like, that would be, you know, that technically was the instrumental. You know, the, yeah. non, the non-words, you know. Yep, yep. Uh, but I just don't know, Adam, you know? Yeah, no, I, I, I know. just don't know what I'm getting into. We don't. And that's the best part. But Adam. What? This one. What? The thing I have in my hand oh. at this moment. Is it the people that... I'm, I'm going to tell you, Adam, listen. What? In the world of record collecting, mm-hmm. 
a lot of times, mm-hmm. the more expensive things, the only reason they're expensive is because they are rare. Right. Not because they're good, not because they're famous, not because it, it historically fits into a narrative. This is one of those records. Yeah. Because these are all covers. I'm pretty yeah, I'm pretty sure all of yeah, all these are covers. So this is a cover band. Okay. Okay. And and it doesn't well, even really have a year. Well, what is this record worth? Uh well, I, I looked mean, it up because I had no I mean, when I have th- Okay, let's just let's just back up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is on the CNM Records label. CNM. Okay, so if you look that up, that's even really hard to figure out what that label was. And it says on the cover, Mark Lewis Trio works hard and plays well. And it says from a quote, Ohio's largest newspaper, Cleveland Plain Dealer. Now, I don't even know if that's real. The Plain Dealer, P-L-A-I-N. And it says if you haven't seen, no, if you haven't been to Short Vincent Grog Shop lately, you should go. The weekend popularity of the place is spreading to weekdays. Incidentally, this is the second time I've gone to a grog shop during a blizzard-like conditions to be greeted by an unexpectedly good-sized crowd. And did you know that most of the grog shops have provisions for dancing and encourage it? So number one, a grog shop? Is that just another name for a mm. bar? Mm. Um... Anyway, <laughs> me don't know. We're gonna listen to Mark Lewis Trio, and I. These are all covers, so hopefully, not not too uh, not too common or copyrighted infringing covers. These are all my go. songs. What oh. the? <laughs> <laughs> They're time travelers. So here we go. Well, I think I'm going out of my head. Mm. Yes, I think I'm going out of my head. Nice harmonies. Yeah. Over you. <laughs> over you. I want you to want me. I need you so badly. I can't think of anything but you. You're just too good to be true. I mean, it's pleasant. That's a good Can't inversion. Take my eyes off of you. You'd be like heaven to touch. Mm-hmm. I wanna hold you so much. Eat your heart out, Lauren Hill. At long last, love has arrived, and I thank God I'm alive. You're just too good to be true. Can't take my eyes off of you. All right, Adam. Let's let's oh. let, let, ooh yeah. yeah yeah saxophone. Bring it home, buddy. Da da yeah. What's I this? Mean, total bar band. The music and vocals in this album were recorded without big musical productions by any other musicians or complicated you, sound effects. That's right. No complicated sound effects. Think of our many friends who like our music. We produce this album strictly with our own instrumentation and voices. Trust yeah, the drums sound great. Yeah. So Ohio, anybody from Ohio who knows who the hell this is? Let, why don't you pick another song, Adam? Because we okay. we all know this song, but there, there's a bunch of other tunes on here, and it would My be interesting way. to see 
their take on it. What the uh, Sinatra tune? Yep. All right. They did it their way. I want to hear my way, their way. Okay. Can I get my way, your way? Have it your way. Now <laughs> the end is near. Oh, uh, turn it up. So I face. Turn your windows down. Yeah. The final curtain, my friend. I'll say it clear. Yeah. I'll state my case. So of which I'm certain. Where did my way come out? Hold on. Let's do a little I research here. A life that's full. I traveled each and every highway. And more, much more than this, I did it my way. Yes, there were times, I'm sure you knew, when I bit off more than I could chew. Oh, yeah, he's like, we're going home. I ate it up and spit it out. I faced it all. This is a pretty triumphant song. Yeah. And did it my way. Alright, Adam. I just looked I up like my way. version. I like this record. My Way is a song popularized in 1969 by Frank Sinatra, set to the music of the French song Come d'Habitude, composed and written by French songwriters Claude Francois and Jacques Raveau, performed in 1967. So it wasn't really that old when Sinatra did it. But the English lyrics were written by Paul Anka and are unrelated to the original French song. So this was a French instrumental. Oh, that Paul Anka wrote words to, and then oh, Frank Sinatra made popular in 1969. Wow. So I'm guessing that this had to be recorded in the first five years. So between 69 and 74. What has he got? It's just my guess. If not himself. But if we could find Mark Lewis, I mean, Adam. But that could be up on our top interview. That could be our, one of our top interviews. Let's get Mark Lewis. How old do you think he is? The record shows I'm wondering I They look a little the older In that photo Well that's what I'm saying They're yeah. not and younger Than this photo so I'll look up And see if he's still alive Yeah but that's the thing Adam There's nothing about this band I've already told you That Mark Lewis There's a million Mark Lewis's out there And this Mark Lewis trio The only place That I found anything about this was on a record trading site. And it just talked about, you know, how much they wanted for the record because it's so rare. I mean, they 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 sold these at their gigs. I'm almost guaranteeing you right now that the only way that people got this record was they went to a gig and they were like, this band's great. And they're like, like, hey, there's a record. Because look, when you see the cover, ladies and gentlemen, in the audience... Who the hell are you podcast on That's Instagram? Right. Give and it if up you for really want audience. to, Facebook. Yeah. Facebook. And if you're really brave, you can go to who the hell are you podcast at yahoo.com. You can email us. You can just send us your complaints there. But Mark Lewis Trio, Works Hard, Plays Well, is probably one of the rarest records that I currently own. Just because look at the cover. Yeah, it, I mean, it's yeah. the most basic. It's black and white. Everything on the back was like typed out with a typewriter. What do you, Excuse me. What do you think that... I mean, is it worth something? 
Oh, well, yeah. I mean, the, the, the copy that I found, the only copy, sold for like 50 bucks. But that's just to one person who was like, I saw Mark Lewis Trio in 1972, and I didn't buy the record, so I'm going to buy it now. You know? I, I just find that, you know, the, the, wow. the heritage, if you will, the history of these records is so much deeper than even what you can find on the interwebs. I don't care how helpful the interwebs are now. We all can get our groceries delivered and masks and desalination uh, plants and, you know, airplane wings. But we don't know who Mark Lewis was. And I'm going to find him. That's what we're here for, ladies and gentlemen. We're here to find out who these people were. Mark! Mark! Lewis. We may not put this in. I can edit this out. But Adam, we might as well share what we were going to have. Last week, we teased that we had finally broken through. Oh, we did. And, we had, an, had an interview set up. We, we had one set up. We had one set up. There's some personal things that happened. That's right. And um, but we but that doesn't mean that the interview is not happening. It's just postponed. That's right. We were hoping that you know time heals all, and yes. that we eventually we'll be able to get this interview. It might be but a year. It might actually. Yeah, be it might a be. Year. It might be a while. But Adam, I feel like we at least should have a hint. Oh, we could tell him. I think too, right? Well, I don't should know. I mean, you could tell him for sure. You could just. What's you could a good just hint? Though? You're beans. good at this. You you do the hint. Um, well, let's, my hint was going to be, this was probably the most, um, I guess, if I can use the word popular, or at least one of the most talked about songs in season one. So think about that. Think about that. One of the top talked about songs in season one, we were going to have someone directly involved with the recording and, and project and she will she will do oh, the interview that's another hit oh yeah she's she, putting his heart into it no she is she is <laughs> she, <laughs> she's putting uh, her heart into it but we're uh but we're excited to ha- uh, have her down the road that's my hint she yeah that's a pretty big hint because you know well we maybe we, but it could be a group that she's you're right though of. i remember one time a close friend of mine said who are, you, who are your favorite, you know, songwriters? And I named five, top five. And she said, now give me your top five female songwriters. Because I realized that in my top five, I probably only had one. So it's interesting that sometimes we have to, we still have to think about that as a separate nature. But I've realized that we've played a lot of female artists on this show. Mm. Just out of default. Yeah, I mean, do. and some of my favorite songs have been female artists. Yeah. You know, not just Joni Mitchell, I mean. <laughs> I mean, She's we can't play her. I know. But Adam, yeah. I'll tell you what we can play. What, Dan? Oh! 45 pickup. So I still have a gigantic stack. In fact, Adam, I've added to it. So now we have like 50 records in this file. <laughs> That's a Close your eyes. can't be. Yeah, you're going to go on that. We're going to make extras. Maybe we'll do two a week. Did we ever do a thing where we were rolling dice? I forget. Yeah, we did. Last, yeah. last year it got a little old, yeah. so we rolled some dice. We can go back to that if you want. No, no, no. no. We've got to think of another, like... Yeah, we could we could do, like, a bingo board. This is good. Or like I, a... Like I like closing my eyes and like feeling a, Well, yeah, there's lots to feel. <laughs> so much to feel. And we get to hear a switch. I'm going to have to go through every record. <laughs> yeah, I know. I can see that. 
No. So you're making it. Well, I wish I grabbed that last one. I know which means I should grab this one. All right, Adam is... Has fish one out of the fish pond. <laughs> Go fish and I love. I'm so glad I grabbed this one. I'm it's gonna just put, I'm gonna put the regular player to 45 so I don't embarrass myself yet again. You know, speaking of uh, um, male, female, you know. Yeah. Um, this label is from you guys records. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, they must only be able to have guys on their uh, record label, which is a little messed up, I have to say. Uh, Produce, <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, I, I'm the the Die Youpers. Excuse me, Die Youpers. That's the name of the band. Uh, my car won't go. Oh. I want I want to hear that one. I don't even read the other side. The Youpers. My car won't go. My car. Um, We'll listen to the other side too, maybe. But maybe, depending on how this goes. If yeah. this is anything like the I ninety five song, I don't know. <laughs> I love these because these were the singles. You know, these were like the yeah. But this, in 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 another twist of synchronicity, this is also a label. Which, I mean, come on, you guys, records, come on. Yeah, like what? This is like just as obscure. You guys. Oh, here we go. It's a little hot. Forty fives are a little hot. Here we go. Oh, oh car, wait for it. Go. A little bit longer. My car won't go. <laughs> this, My car won't go. He's making a prediction. I wake up in the morning and it's 40 below. The 40 below. Tells me it's too cold to snow. Oh, yeah. I look out the window and I know that he's lying. My car's out of sight and the snow is still flying. Will the car start? <laughs> hey, you know it won't. <laughs> the road. You know they don't. No, Am they I don't. Yep. Yeah. He can't get out. He's buried alive. Yeah. Oh, too bad. Don't you overplay some 52. He needs a Subaru. <laughs> I gotta cheer up because I feel so blue. Aw. Good Hey, it won't run. Is this Canadian Grab or is this shovel. at least like upper Midwest? Ah, I don't know. My back is broken. You're halfway there. Snowing again. Well, I don't care. Snowing again, eh? I shovel and I shovel that snow. Woo. I gotta get out, but my car won't go. I get the cabin fever when the north wind blows. I gotta get out, but my car won't go. Oh, ooh. That's a keyboard. That's a keyboard, yeah. <laughs> when you can go... Yeah. Fakey. Yeah, there's no change in, in embouchure. Yeah. I got a hot date. But he, they were pretty convincing. Yeah. I'm still snowed in. She just can't wait. Uh. I'm stuck in the drive. Stuck in the house, watching TV, stuck on the couch. Start eating again. <laughs> Start eating again. Hey, it's I a quarantine sign. Yeah. Oh, eat some more. Oh. <laughs> well, loosen the belt. <laughs> One of these days, this snow's gonna melt. Yeah. That's right. I shovel and I shovel and I shovel that snow. Kind of reminds me of a chipmunk's record. I won't go. I get the cabin fever when the north wind blows. I gotta get out. My car won't go. Yeah. I shovel and I shovel and I shovel that snow. 
I shovel and I shovel and I shovel that snow. I gotta get out, but my car won't go. I gotta get out, my car won't go. I gotta get up. Great tambourine work, Dan. Go. It, it just struck me, you know? And plus, yeah. no one can ignore the tambourine. Oh, can no you, Adam? One. Nope. That's oh. right, Adam. No one can ignore the tambourine. No well. one can ignore the smooth, evergreen freshness you get with Who the Hell Are You Podcast. Who the Hell Are You Podcast. You know, Dan, I might want to listen to the other side on the next uh, episode. We're going to listen to the next side. We're going to make that a promise, Adam. Yes. Maybe See we'll you next week. See you, love you guys. Walk back on.